Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to the Bean the Weekend edition. First of yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZFB. We're looking back at yesterday and the day before. Uh, that's the weekend. The All Blacks are uh, well into the season now, or are they? Uh, still looked pretty rusty, didn't they, Saturday night? Uh, executions back in the US. Hooray! Uh, you can become a millionaire just by playing computer games. It's real. And a sort of celebrity chef tell you how to live your life, do everything healthy guy joins us at the end of the pod. But before, at the, at the top of the pod, uh, Simon Bridges, a national leader, uh, talking about the conference this weekend. Simon, $200 million for cancer drugs over four yep. years if you win in 2020. Why? Yep. Uh, because I think everyone is touched by cancer. It's our biggest killer in this country. I mean, there's m- many other issues, but, you know, this, I think, is something everyone uh, is touched by. And, you know, people shouldn't have to sell their house. They shouldn't have to start to give a little page. They shouldn't have to move country to get the cancer drugs that we get in, uh, that people get in Australia, the United Kingdom, the US and Canada, actually, in, in a bunch of other countries as well. I mean, my message to conference was, our bottom line is you. And what I mean by that is, look, uh, if we deliver a strong economy, we can deliver the services that people want. And this is, I think, uh, is as important as I can think of. It will be a priority under my government. Mr. Bridges, you, you mentioned a couple of times in the last few hours about give a little pages. Um, yep. Though, don't, don't give a little pages exist because the state doesn't provide enough. So it's almost an ideological thing that, that a right-leaning government requires give a little pages. Well, you know, look, there'll, be, there'll always, I think, be given little pages. There'll always be people who have something there that isn't funded. But I think the reality is that if you're talking about core cancer drugs that a big economy in Australia can fund, that others can, you know, we should be doing that here. It was interesting to uh, hear David Seymour coming out in opposition to this policy yesterday. It's hard to argue against saving people's lives um, who are suffering from cancer. And yet he had the balls to do that. I don't know if he was right or not, but I thought it was, you know, good on them. Um, the All Blacks, uh, they, they, speaking of balls, they seem to have trouble like hanging on to the rugby ball a lot of the time on Saturday night. Uh, what's going on there, Aaron Smith? All right, you've had a, a bit of a night and a morning to think all about this. Where are you at? Um, bugger. I wish I'd jump for the ball at the end and we'd be talking about nothing. That last play, talk us through that then. So, I mean, it just it, it all happened so quick. Obviously, you're facing the wrong way. You're back to goal. So, you what were you were you aware that he was there? I was aware Peter Stepped the toy was there, the big blonde guy. I was I was um, when the chip happened. I thought I've got I've got this covered, and then I could tell I was going to beat um, Steph the toy there, but I didn't know um, Herschel was behind me. No, so I was thinking, um, yeah, just catch the ball, don't drop it, call Mark, and then wait for the boys to get back and kick it out. Um, I just saw a photo before, and as I went to catch it, I'm pretty much already calling Mark, and the kid come along and just smoked me in the back and won the won the contact and got the ball. It's the last play. You can't plan for things like this, but where was the fullback? Was was he out of position? No, no. No, so fullback, um, you know, comes up and gets last there, and then I cover chip space. And, um, yeah, that was uh, that's our plan. You come on with twenty to go. How how difficult or not is that? No, nah, no, nah, that was um, sometimes you know you just got to come on. I felt like there was plenty of time, and 
uh, it was the perfect time to come on and um, add some energy and, um, you know, do the role for the team. Okay, so uh, mixed messages from Aaron there. Uh, he wishes he'd jump for the ball, but it's also it was uh, he felt like he came on at the right time to add some energy. So didn't jump, should have jumped, says he should have jumped, w- wanted to add energy. I don't, and it's very confusing. Um, I can't talk. I didn't even watch the game, to be honest. I, I, I saw a grand total of about 45 seconds of it. Uh, during that time, I saw a lot of All Blacks dropping a lot of balls. Just in that 45 seconds. Um, but yeah, no, it was my anniversary. That's my excuse. You can't be watching an, uh, rugby on your anniversary. Yeah, that's right. I got married, actually, on the night of a Vettelzo Cup game, uh, which the guests went... Well, some of the guests weren't very happy about, to be perfectly honest. Um, let's move on. Let's get away from this uh, thorny topic and talk about executions instead. It's just, it's, it's one of those interesting contrasts between America and the values in the US and, and Europe, right? The EU is fundamentally and absolutely opposed to capital punishment. It won't sell anything to any country that it believes is assisting in a state killing its citizens. Now, to be fair, this isn't just a Donald Trump thing. I'm not pinning all the blame on him. I'm also not advocating for dangerous criminals to be released onto the street. I just think a state that decides through a considered judicial process to kill one of its own citizens against that citizen's will is the very definition of barbaric. It's absurd to me. It feels like a practice from the Middle Ages. Truly, a state that executes people is uncivilized. And I don't know. Perhaps, perhaps one day our great grandkids will look back and wonder how we humans ever let it happen. Oh, isn't that sweet that Jack thinks the human race is going to survive long enough for him to have grandchildren? <laughs> oh, so cute. Right, um, speaking of uh, children and grandchildren, if you're, if you're wondering where they've gone, they're in their rooms playing computer games. Uh, but who could blame them when you could win millions of dollars? Yes, the Fortnite World Cup was on over the weekend. How have these boys been doing this weekend? Have they, did they get through? Uh, well, yeah, they, they made it through to the final. Well, they were in the finals of the duos. Uh, that was $15 million of the prize pool was getting split that way. Uh, it was very, very top-heavy, uh, so only the top 10 teams were getting anything more than the base prize pool, which was $50,000 US per player for the duos, or $100,000 um, as a team. Uh, so from first place, taking away three million uh, US, right down oh. to tenth place, taking away two hundred and fifty thousand US, mm. and then anything from tenth downwards, taking away the base prize pool there. So uh, our guys didn't make it into the top ten, unfortunately. It was a bit of a rough field for them. They uh, weren't, uh, I guess, prepared for some of the different changes in meta that I guess happen when you go and play against these other regions of the world. Um, we're quite isolated down in Australia and New Zealand. So, um, Oh, come yeah, off they, it, they Cameron. How can you be isolated with the internet? It's worldwide. Uh, I guess the the major thing to think about in these games is the the delay that you get on the phone call when you're on uh, on the phone to someone in the states. When you're playing a game that has uh, you know guns that are firing and reaction times that are that of you know a Formula One driver, 
if you've got lag that is doubling or tripling okay. your reaction time, very good, very that good. is something that does actually affect your, your ability to train. So, yes, I, uh, there is the ability to train against the people in the States, but it's at a serious disadvantage. Oh, nothing worse than lag, don't you reckon? Unfortunately, my whole life is lag. Um, nothing but lag. Lag's all over the head. Lag's all I know. Uh, Luke Hines, no lag in his life because he eats clean and does healthy stuff and writes books about it. He used to be on my kitchen's rules, I think. I've been asked before, people have said, you know, what is what is New Zealand cuisine? And indeed, what is Australian cuisine? And I always think, well, I mean, there are obviously lots of influences, but I just think it's the quality of the produce that separates our food from food around the world. Without a doubt, I think we are blessed with incredible climates. Mm. And you guys in particular have this incredible landscape and space where you can grow incredible produce mm. and it, it tastes like it. Yeah, no, we're very lucky. Hey, for people who who don't know much about your story, could, could you give us a bit of background? How did you get into this line of work? Can you tell us about your sort of your clean living journey a bit? Yeah, definitely. I'd always been into health and fitness and I was actually a personal trainer and I'd spent 10 years working with clients and I woke up one day and I said, there's, there's something missing here. I can train them as hard as I possibly mm. can Yet when they go home, there's a missing piece, and that's right. the food. Yeah, and you knew that. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> what do they say? Like, no matter how hard you you, you exercise, can't all those train things. Train a bad diet. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that. It. You can't have train a bad diet. <laughs> and I was sitting at home having this exact thought, and I yeah. saw a commercial for a show called My Kitchen Rules, which you guys would be very familiar with, yeah. Ben Manu. And I thought, hang on, how do I learn how to cook a lot better than I currently do? How do I get a profile to spread this message? a mm. lot farther and wider. So I went on My Kitchen Rules and in an audition tape and I just basically sat down in front of a camera and I said, I want to prove to Australia and the world yeah. that healthy food doesn't have to be bland or boring. Of course it doesn't, uh, as long as you uh, smother it in melted cheese and sweet chilli sauce. And maybe some guacamole and maybe some sour cream. Just saying. I am Glenn ZB. So hungry. Mouth's just watering right now. Why is it that so often I end these podcasts and I'm starving to death? Uh, that has been News Talks Head Been the weekend edition. Um, I'm going to find something to eat and I'll be back here again in 24 hours.